The Wannabe Season 2, Episode 10. My name is JD. Yo, what's up? It's your boy Wasabi. And we are back after a week hiatus. And it's February. We are in the dog days of the worst month of the year. Uh, at least if you're on the East Coast like me, I know Will escaped into the... Uh, it's all sunshine for me. Yeah, so let's not talk about that. We're getting hammered with snow. Um, me and Will just played a bunch of friendlies. You want to talk about that? Yeah, yeah, we should. We should. Let's start off with that. First time cross-continental. How was the connection for you? I thought it was fine. I, I didn't get too many um, too many rollbacks. I think our both of our yeah, like we both have gig speed, right? Yeah, yeah, we both have like a, we both have fiber. Yeah, super playable. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I mean, you trashed my Falco <laughs> for like three or four games. I just, I, I never like understood. My Falco is like a Falco Ditto master because I always, mm-hmm. whenever there's a good fox on net play, I immediately switch to the Ditto. I'm like, I'm not trying to lose. I like, I want to get this good practice so I could beat like bad anyone. Um, but I was like, not having it. You've you've quickly advanced past the Falco stage, and then you were beating my fox for a while too. Yeah, and then. The end. Yeah, towards the end, but but actually towards the end, I think you were fucking me up. You you got you said you got angry. Yeah, I was getting tight, and I think I've I've unlocked. And realized your play like really improved after that. Honestly, that's that's how it sucks. I need to figure out a different way to like play because you you know I've always been like a friendly novice, like the tournament yes. master. Um, yeah, yeah. I realized that when I get mad in friendlies, that's the only way I could like unlock that potential it's so it's so bad it's so bad it's unsustainable but i i right now i don't know another way to get there i i kind of hate it but whatever (laughs) yeah no i mean you kind of have that like joe young effect where he he only plays well like if he's just like a little bit mad Mm. and but i mean like what matters is like tournament day and stuff like that i think it's just like how do you feel like I'm curious, like, what triggers you to feel, like, really serious? Like, what what did you start looking out for when you started, like, changing your, your game plan? Oh, just knowing that I was not, like, doing... Like, the way I like to play neutral is that I always, like, second-guess every option I want to go for. Like, the option that, like, looks really clear, I immediately switch at the last second. Like, I don't have a game plan. I try to, like, make it as chaotic as possible. And mm-hmm. so I know I'm playing shit when, like, I do the obvious things. When I'm like, okay, this is what the, you know, I'm going to double jump and then, like, wave land back. I just, like, do it instead of thinking of a different way to maneuver that situation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So once yeah. I... And it's a frustra- It's always a frustration with myself, you know? Like, it's it's always, like, I need to be able to play better. Why am I not, like, why am I not doing what I know I can do and then... I get into like it's just a, a an avenue into the flow state you know what i mean so without that like heavy emotional investment i for some reason i just can't get there it's so su- it sucks <laughs> it's so bad it's interesting because your play like drastically improved after that like i thought you weren't playing like as complacent and i had to like switch up the way i played and, right then we had an actual and you were forcing session mistakes yeah yeah but I, I mean, your 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 box play has really come along. It's really st- like just ledge dashes at this point. It's like that's clearly the one fault, but other faults like aren't as obvious. You know, like your tech chases were really there. Um, it just felt like the old you in a way. It's getting there. I think I I still like struggle with some of like the flow scrappy stuff. Like there were times where I would just like keep missing attack and keep missing attack, and you would eat me up for it but yeah you're right about the ledge i've just been getting lazy i've just been really lazy with it but but playing you i had to mix in ledge dashes and stuff like that in there so i probably should just like just try to do it all the time so i get used to it but it's it's getting there the fox is getting there should you do it all the time i don't really want to because that's like super too obvious too like you just have to cover the ledge dash then but I don't think I do it enough as a default also. It's tricky because it's like, are you, do you think that you are like responding to, let's say an SD from a ledge dash? Do you think that like stops you from wanting to do it more? Or do you think it's a just, little, yeah. you don't want to like t- 
tunnel vision the one thing you're trying to get because then you, it's just covered all the time. Both. I don't want a tunnel vision on one thing, but also I really don't want to like SD because I it's like I, I've just been started. I just started being able to like kind of hit a flow state in with the box, like where I can actually like move and execute a, like a game plan like for a long period of time. Like I think before when we used to play, it was like oh, okay, Will's got like some combos and then he doesn't kind of know what he's doing in neutral. And and I felt like I was playing neutral a little bit better. Uh, yeah, because I can kind of think about the game now. Yeah, you kept like, I think there was never a point where I dug deep enough into neutral that it was like, I mean, there, I think there were one or two games in that mix. Mm-hmm. And I think we played what, like 15 games or something like, 10, yeah, something like that around there between 10 and 15. And um, usually on the games that I could beat you, it's when I like almost circle all the way back in neutral and just and like kind of lead you on throughout all of that and that yeah, only happened yeah. like once or twice like a few stocks not even like game wise you know there were a few games though where, where it was a like a, a wash i would say where you really really got me going i think i think i two stocked you like twice but like yeah i mean that's that was the the biggest hurdle i think that's what what triggered me to like get into that that zone was not being able to shake you off and not being able to like get a a firm grasp on the things like the thing I needed to, which was the neutral game. You know, that's always where I I'm able to get an upper edge on you and I wasn't able to. Um, And then your combos kept coming. I mean, your combos are very frustrating. It's like, (laughs) like when I'm getting comboed by you, I really don't like you as like a, as like a a, a person you know? <laughs> like I, <laughs> and so that didn't help either but it was definitely like i don't know pretty a pretty interesting friendly session for sure yeah no it was super fun i think like i gotta stop being scared of the ledge dash i just gotta do it because i don't have i've practiced it like you know on my own but i haven't practiced it like in the pressure cooker of things and and that's really what i need now you know more than anything is just practicing the ledge dashes when i'm stressed if i'm down a stock if i think that's like the best thing to do but yeah i mean the combos and the neutral are coming together i think the i feel like i'm being i'm like hitting my combos a lot faster actually now too like i'm able to like react to I'm going for different combo routes a lot with like a lot more nares and fares off of up throw and mm-hmm. like doing those tech chases more than like I think I used to default like up smashing to end my combo, but I'm really trying to like squeeze out every inch of the time after I grab you. Like yeah. there was that one combo totally um where I like almost zero to death to you. Do you remember that? <laughs> and then and then I messed it up on the like the last last part. I don't no. think I would have gone for that route before. I remember doing that to you, and then you like shined me off, and like killed me at like four. But I don't remember you doing it to me. No, no, no. It was it was after that. I, um, it was like a few up air strings, and then like a tech chase on the top platform and stuff like that. I don't Vaguely. know if you remember. I don't know. You Vaguely, comboed me okay. a lot, dude. I I can't I can't think of specific ones. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, the box is coming along, I think. This this feels like the first week where I, I can I feel confident saying that. Are you playing a lot of like other players? How how's the other sessions going for you? It's going well. I, I I've been playing a lot of like really good players that I've missed playing against. Like Miso I played with. Um I played with Square Parts for a little bit. Um and then just finding new people in on the melee online Discord too to play with and just trying to get longer sessions. And the any West Coast homies hitting you up? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm trying to play with with homemade waffles soon, so hopefully we can play and catch up. Uh, I played Phil last week, and and that was super fun. He plays so different from East Coast foxes, so way more aggressive, way more in your face. So it, it's really interesting, kind of playing such a different style. So I'm really excited for like that sort of practice. Wow. All right. And how'd you do against him? Um, I was doing okay. I think he was still, he washed me a few times and I think it was like probably like 60, 40, 70, 30, but, um, I really, really need to work on that style. Cause he really like, just was like lightning quick and rushed me down. And mm. I'm not really that used to, I'm not super used to that, honestly, as a, like a play style. Yeah. It's been a while since we've had that, 
that type. I mean, Animal is the only one that comes to mind on East Coast, but even other like Long Island foxes don't have that style. Like Wild no, doesn't Wild doesn't play like that, <laughs> you know? No, yeah, Wild doesn't play like that. Smokey doesn't play like that. So I think like it, it's been interesting. Funny enough, I f- feel like the person who's most aggressive after Animal in Long Island is uh, Snoo Snoo. I've been playing him a lot, honestly. So he's been helping me with a lot of the March yeah. matchup. He's got a forward only syndrome on that Marth, but he he's got a good record on me, so I can't I can't talk. His Marth's good. It's it's really sick. It's super unique. Mm-hmm. It's gotten a lot cleaner also over the Slippy era. Yeah. <sighs> well, all right. Well, hopefully you keep uh, pumping out sets against the people you don't usually get to play with. But it's also good to like keep on revisiting the people you know that you you played with before see how you you stack up what do you feel is besides ledge dashing obviously like what do you feel is the one or or is a thing that you still need to like get back to speed i think still like execution honestly like i'm just not hitting stuff or i like will mess up stuff like i think i i was i got in better at like trying to cover for it so like there would be times where I, I realize I got a missed input and I would back off instead of trying to force the situation. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just me being like trying to be a smart player. But, uh, you know, ideally I wouldn't put myself in those situations. And I'm still missing like kill confirms and stuff like that. So I think overall I could just be a whole, whole lot cleaner. Gotcha. Okay. And final question. Any tournaments coming up? Uh, I'm going to try to enter some locals. I don't know when they are. I think one's on Friday, but I just have to see hopefully i can do some weekend ones because doing it after work is very tiring yeah i uh i totally agree with that um cool all right well what what about you how are you feeling on the melee front i know you're waiting to get your controller yeah i'm excited i mean as soon as i or like ordered as soon as you sent me the controller or like we agreed that you would um my current controller stopped with the light shield problem like oh. the the biggest issue i had with it stopped happening That's hilarious. it's like it's just my luck but I, i'm still excited for it like i'm still gonna it's nice that i'm gonna have like a pretty solid like notched broken in backup um which mm-hmm. i haven't had in a while because i i technically do have a backup but it's not any of those things it's like a 40 dollar silver you know so yeah yeah could be worse but um definitely excited to like see what what a new controller can do because whenever i get a new controller it's like it's almost like rediscovering the very like corners of my game like the very small things that i go for Mm -hmm. i either become less or more comfortable with them and then it's fun to see like what subconsciously comes out of that shift in like what's available to me do you know what i mean yeah, yeah, I, I I feel that. I mean, I understand that because I just had to switch the box recently. <laughs> it's, so. still, it's less drastic when it's from one GameCube controller to another. But yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it makes sense. Like, I feel like I'm playing completely differently on the box mm-hmm. now versus how I was before. Right. So I'm but... gonna have the exact same experience. Exact um, same. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, I've been playing a good amount of unranked. Um, but mm-hmm. I think the MMR thing has been pretty good. I've noticed a, 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 a legitimate increase in who I'm being paired up with, which is that's high, pretty sick. Um, also, like mid-level people that I'm playing against will quit out very quickly. It's so stupid. Um, I yeah, the unranked thing still bothers me. I haven't had a lot of good luck on that. I mean, I've run into people that. Um, like that fro fro 118 or something 116 yeah 116 matched super, up with, super good yeah matched up with him on unranked and was like you know that session was about an hour hour 15 and it was just so like it, it just brought me even though i was losing it was again like 70 30 maybe even 80 20 mm-hmm. he was winning a lot um it just like sucked me in so hard so it's nice that i still have that relationship to it and i feel like on the games that I've been playing, I've, I feel like I'm playing well and like back to like a similar peak of where I've been before. Maybe not, you know, it's hard to gauge that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do feel good in general, which is a good feeling. Um, and, you know, I, I'm still kind of 
looking at um at commentary as like my main thing mm-hmm. um and there's been some really cool developments on that front oh yeah i've been meaning to ask you about your recent commentary stuff yeah so i, I so first is is all of the 1v1s that we have that i've been super slacking on the production side um everyone listening i'm sorry but also you'll be fine um so being able to talk to all these different commentators and like ask the same questions and gain their perspective on things has been so sick like just the best experiences ever they you know from nuances of like what makes good commentary to like their own experiences on on improving and like getting better at the skill to getting you know your name out there and and developing as like a personality and a brand just across the board just so many insights from you know tof to fendi to jakespeare you know like all these people are provided just really powerful smart and like honest reflections on their experiences which has been I don't know, man. It's been awesome. <laughs> I mean, you you know what it's like to interview someone you look up to. It's like... Yeah, yeah. It's such a good feeling. Um, and then I did a commentary gig in... Uh, it was Valhalla. I got I got a spot. That's sick. Yeah. You just have to co- be the best European commentator. I'll, yeah. They'll be like, what's that accent from? I'll be like, who knows, man? Definitely not New York where I have to wake up at... <laughs> 5 a.m to make yeah. it to pools <laughs> oh my god hey well you get the top 32 you're waking up at 7 a.m i know i get to at least have like my morning coffee or something <laughs> um man that's that was i almost slept through it which makes a lot of sense but i set an alarm for like 4 4 a.m mm-hmm. i'm like all right i'm gonna set one alarm for four and another one for four four twenty because they needed me for a sound check at 4.30. So I'm like, okay, I'll wake mm-hmm. up. I'll do like, you know, I'll take the dog out at 4. I'll get a quick nap. And then I'll, you know, do whatever they need me to do. I'll have my cold brew, whatever. And I just never set the second alarm. So I woke up at 4. And I, and I like looked up. I'm like, all right, dog's fine. Set my second alarm. And I like had it on my phone, like 4 a.m. Oh, no. But I like never click set. And I put it down. Oh no! And the dog is in the bed, and I wake up to the to Maple just like making this disgusting gagging noise, just like <laughs> at the foot of my bed. And yeah. no, it wasn't even at the foot. It was like she was next, to, like inches from my face. So she was about to like vomit on my face. So clearly, I woke up. And I like looked at her and I'm like, oh my God, is she okay? And then uh, did she throw up? She threw up a different time. <laughs> I don't know if that was the time that she actually like, cause it was just like a napkin that she had. She like ate a dirty yeah. napkin, but it was 4.56. And I was like, oh my God. And it like gave me a jolt of adrenaline. I like ran into my other room. It was like 56 degrees in my computer room. So I like bundled up with a blanket hopped on the discord and there were like 10 tos all talking i'm like i'm so sorry and they're like no problem man you ready to go i go i I guess so like shit what do i do so nick of time i got in and i almost lost my spot well i'm glad you made it 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 sounded at least from your like post tweet after that that it was like super re-energizing and you kind of got like back into the commentary you got the commentary bug again after that absolutely so like what sort of what about commentating those matches or with the european commentators and watching the european players really got you going you think i mean a few things one was the like it was pools but it was round robin pools so they had lined up the best matches from each pool so it was nonstop, like, if not competitive, then it was, like, Leffen versus the third best player in X country. You know, like, it was at mm-hmm. least a very good showcase of talent. Um, second was the fact that my co-commentator didn't actually ever commentate Melee before. Um, he was a... Um, 
ultimate commentator and i'm gonna actually look up you know as as i'm going i'm gonna look up his name apologies um you know he had experience and he had experienced toing and all that but he had never actually commentated melee before um and so he was you know on the play-by-plays and on the analysis he was able to um you know show me what's the word he's a uh, defer to me rather mm-hmm. um on all the different you know things that i could take control on and so there were some pretty long moments i feel like i should have this right here where is it mm-hmm. all right dago dago Bert. yeah so nice um we got there we got there <laughs> And he actually did a lot of really good like prep work in advance. So there was a sheet with every single match that we were going to do, um, <laughs> notes from each player, where they were from, characters, all that. So it was just such a smooth experience there. And there were a few moments where I was like shoutcasting it like you would in like Dota or something. Just mm-hmm. last stock situations, I was getting super hype, like moment to moment, really trying to cover it. And... You know, some of it was hit or miss, but it was nice to be, like, really drawn into it and provide, like, some level of hype or, like, really get my voice into the match like that. So, long-winded answer, but I think across the board, it was just a really positive, like, commentary experience. Super smooth, super fun, good matches, all that. Nice. That's super hype. It's super exciting to see you getting some time also there on stage so that is really exciting yeah man i think that um it's tricky to get spots it's not hard to get spots Mm -hmm. but it's tricky i think to figure out which ones you want to go for because you don't want to be so picky that you're just waiting around for like oh i'm waiting for the perfect opportunity to get my name out there um you know, it's nice to have Hex's nightclub, but, it, you know, it, it's a monthly at this point. So it's just like, it's not the worst environment to be a commentator. Um, but it is definitely like a bit of a, you know, it's it's not like, okay, I'm this weekend I'm going to a regional. I know I'm going to commentate in advance. It's like, okay, I'm getting put on a day or two before um, because that's the mm-hmm. speed that events are thrown together, you know. Yeah. So getting the spots feels good, but it's still a long way to go before it's, you know, more seamless. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You know what was seamless, though? What? You're going to have a transition? Yeah. Yeah. This seamless transition right now. Into what? (laughs) Into our Hangout Netplay Online Smash Fest. Yes, that was a seamless transition and a seamless experience. <laughs> Dude, I had so much fun about it. Like, in, in all honesty, I think, like, I didn't think that the move to the West Coast would be, like, that bad because everything's online. You can still play with your friends and, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, nothing really changed, but the time zone difference really fucked me up, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I think it was just really tough because, like, I'd be hitting up friends and they'll be like, no, nah, I'm going to sleep now you know like oh i'm gonna sleep because they're all on the east coast so like it was nice to be able to like just do like a smash fest into like a little bit of among us before everyone headed to bed i i had a lot of fun with it me too i think it's something i want to keep doing because uh we don't have the largest community but i think the community we do have is very like tight-knit and um just a bunch of like smart pretty funny people and so to to be able to just goof around with in a voice chat um you know it's nice to be able to throw that together and have it go well even the people that just like were dropping in you know for a bit like camar was like 2 a.m for him yeah he lasted till 4 a.m yeah i know in germany (laughs) yeah i mean shout outs to the entire i it's just shout out to everyone who attended honestly but like it's crazy i think that we are starting to have that community and so i'm hoping we can 
keep growing it and, and have more awesome people and, and have more conversations on the Discord and do more fun events like that, whether it's like a Smash Fest or Among Us or like a watch party of some sort. I think yeah. that would be really fun, honestly. Well, we have the watch party voice chat that we haven't really cracked open yet. No, no. We have to figure out what we want to watch party. I'm sure that's, there's going to be I'm sure there's going to be a tournament coming up soon. Mm-hmm. That's uh that'll spark everyone's interest. Um but in terms of like well there's there's tournaments and there's also you mentioned some like animes or movies, which I think would be cool. Um, yeah, yeah. That's definitely the wave nowadays. It is. It's just tough to start a series also, which I do admit, like even a series like Ping Pong is 10 episodes, so like maybe maybe it's a movie it's night a hard commit deal. yeah it might be a movie night thing it'd be fun to do like like a youtube video thing and then like talking about it like i just posted a really interesting youtube video today about uh what it, what it was called something one-dimensional mechanics hmm. and and that was really interesting because it talked about l canceling as pretty one-dimensional that it doesn't really there's not much interaction to it you just have to l cancel you know right that it's something you do kind of arbitrarily and i thought that was really interesting and be fun if we could like get some like a few youtube videos together and like talk about some things theorize some things or or just have fun and watch some funny funny youtube videos maybe that's the wave yeah like everyone brings a youtube video they they want to like share something like that yeah i think video or, or set that would be fun yeah hell yeah super down yeah things like that i think I came out of that night just so, you know, it was a lot of fun, um, but it made me like really grateful for the, the, you know, just the community that was developed and, and the time that was put in, you know, like it mm-hmm. felt because I've been in, you know, like Walt's discord, for example, and you know, he's clearly it's it's his YouTube channel that like brought people to the discord and people are there to like talk about his content and all that stuff. And then, you know, it's, it's a cool, you know, to, to play among us with them and all that. And then to have it in our discord, it's like it, you know, again, it was a modest group. It wasn't anything like insane um, in terms of amount, but there was something really rewarding about being like, huh, I, I contributed to a, you know a a collection of people like people meeting each other and and talking and playing games and all that and it kind of took me back to college when like i started a club and it was that it was a very similar feeling of like okay clearly it's it's about you know something bigger than like people aren't there for me it's like i you know there's a, a common common goal either like the things we talk about or melee or whatever that's the true like glue um but to be a, con- a contributor of like people coming together and in- some sort of community i think that is like i don't know that that's it was a really rich experience that i haven't had in a in a while um i think that's why it's like it resonated with me so much not just because the people we hung out with were cool, but because of like the circumstances around it, I guess. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, I I think for me, it was like, yeah, I mean, it's so crazy. I mean, when have we done like anything like that? I can't remember the last time I did something like that social, mm-hmm. you know, because of the pandemic. So I think that's been super crazy. And then also like the fact that it happened in our discord, I think is is crazy, too just looking back about like where we started you know we're still kind of trying to grow as a podcast and stuff like that but to have like a group of people do like a hangout sesh at the discord is like i don't know i thought it was a pretty big milestone for us like it it left me really re-energized and it was like i felt really good for work going into this monday and like yeah i mean super humbling in my opinion like i it it was actually amazing definitely yeah, I, I feel the same way. I think in terms of energy, you know, there's it's been a pretty strange month or so because um, I was like keeping you and Ventus and everyone like in the loop of the sprint I was on, the, the self-described mm-hmm. sprint. Yeah. And, um, 
you know, maybe it was self-fulfilling, but you know, it, it came to an end and it, it came to like a halt, you know, and that's just, that's kind of how I tend to operate. Um, which, you know, I'm, I'm still trying to like climb out of a little bit. It's not, you know, it's not anything super debilitating. It's just, I'm trying to, f- I always get fucked up in the winter and this is a particularly, you know, difficult winter. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm not, I'm not like freaking out on a logical level. It's just, you know, this, this is where I'm at, you know, a halt of energy. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I mean, a, a social event like that is really cool. I know that also, you know, um, yeah, we were joking around and like playing games and we were having fun and like that was the vibe. But I knew at any point, and this happened a few times, like someone would like bring up something and yeah. it, and then it would be like mostly like pretty sincere, earnest answers to it, like a, like legitimate conversations. And it feels like that is kind of like, um, what's the word for it? Like an ethos that this podcast has. Is that like, you know, I'm always down to like fuck around and and make jokes and all that. And you are too. But the point is that the like the more the most rewarding conversations and like settings we can make are the ones where we're we're actually like, wait, what do how do we how do I feel right now? Like, (laughs) what do I actually think about this? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, I definitely know what you mean. I mean, like, the questions and, like, well, it just was so fluid, right? It was so organic, and I think that was pretty hype, too. You know, like, we just had, like, someone posed a really fun question, and we all kind of went around and answered it. It almost felt like we were just, like, hanging around, like, a couch or something, mm-hmm. right? Uh, yeah, really fest vibes. So, yeah, I mean, honestly, would we need a plan for the next one. Yeah, I mean, everyone in the Discord will put together something else. You know, our Discord is consistently growing. Every Among Us game, you know, will will grow. <laughs> you'll 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 accuse me of being imposter, just with no evidence at all. I should accuse you more. You were imposter two out of three times. I you should have you should have. I saved that last kill for you. You went super quiet at the end. I should have been more suspicious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I hate when you hard accuse me i love it it's like it's honestly 50 50 is not a bad ratio it's not a 50 50 when there's eight people but on it, the screen no no no. i know it's not a 50 50 but i have a 50 percent success rate are you 50 50 on, on accusing you it has to be i accuse you no, all the time you do i and i think you're wrong most of the time i'm wrong half the time no all right we'll see (laughs) we'll see well talking about the community you know i think we should just get into the discord questions honestly sure there are some really good ones i really want to get into it sure do you want to bring them up yeah 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 let me pull them up let me pull them up so i can't pull them up without screwing up the recording tbh yeah okay okay so dude honestly shouts to cypher 003 again for all the questions these questions are are always super fun and it also shout out to kemore who also asked some questions as well hell yeah I'll, but uh from cypher favorite pizza toppings uh mushroom and nice. if i want to get super crazy we go mushroom sausage pepper onion nice delicious um i'm a sucker for a sausage pepper one mushroom i think is pretty ss tier for vegetables also yeah um i think a good buffalo or not buffalo um why did i say buffalo barbecue like a good no not barbecue um like i think feta like feta or like some type of other type of cheese is like can change a pizza Hmm. like a feta spinach with like mushrooms would be really good Oh, I changed my answer. Chicken bacon ranch slices are... I mean, chicken bacon ranch is like... Yeah, if we're talking like combinations, chicken bacon ranch, you can never go wrong, I think. But like in terms of toppings, like you have to isolate. Because I think pepperoni is a little overrated. No, I I agree too. I think sausage is like pretty consistent. So good. It's it's underrated. It's it's underrated because of how consistent it is. It's like like the Falcons that make top eight. Hmm. They might not be winning the tournament... But they're getting top eight. I would say they s- never disappoint. Sausage is the S fat of 
It is the S fat. Yeah. <laughs> it's I mean, always that's, been. That's, it's sausage fat. We, we figured it out. Sausage. Sausage fat. Yeah. That's what. I'm, su- I'm surprised you were a little slow on the pickup there. Well, I, I saw it. I just didn't. I knew S for sausage, but I didn't realize the fat came after. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I've been eating a lot of pizza and I'm super about it. All right, next yeah. next uh, question. If you had to go without Wi-Fi in exchange for living anywhere you want, would you do it? And where would you live? I can easily answer this. I would not do it. I think with the, I you, you just have so many friends from all over. Like it, being able to keep in touch with them and stuff like that, I think is pretty priceless. Like, I'm assuming no internet. I think Wi-Fi, like, if I can have Ethernet, but no Wi-Fi, that's fine. Oh, man. But I'm assuming no internet. But if I had to live anywhere, I'd probably go for... I mean, I, I'd love, like, Argentina, honestly. Nice. Like, Argentina would be hype, like, in the Patagonia area, in the southern southern argentino for me what about you it's it's tricky i think my my instinct is to be like i couldn't work a job but let's just say i i could get a job that would generally keep my standard of living Mm -hmm. and i could you know be able to retire around the same time you know like all that's around the same no internet yeah I could live anywhere. I would probably go with Spain or Portugal. Nice, nice. And that is because I would take Ashley with me. I think she would like to live in those places. I would tell all my friends, like, we would have to resort to letter writing. Um, But I also know that if I detoxed on the internet, I would be in a better emotional state, you know? um that's fair so like that's that's a good that's a good pro yeah so honestly i wouldn't do it on my own accord but if someone's like hey you know i could strip this away for you and make this decision while you live in a in europe i think it's pretty appealing i don't know yeah that makes sense next is name a bad color and why it should be canceled you see that yellow thing behind you on the yeah, ground. yeah. What is that? That's like an IKEA bag. That color. Where? What's the color? No, no. I was gonna just insult you. Never mind. If you looked at the tur- anything but the turtle. Hey, I was gonna go for the turtle. No, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, probably like those like childhood like you know like where you like the kid rolls into third grade with like sixty four colors crayon box. Yeah, which color? Like Granny Smith Apple, I thought was always a dumb name. <laughs> okay, so uh, a shade of green. I like green generally. I just think the naming of it is. Wait, is dumb. Granny Smith the green one or the? Yeah, like is... it's like a light green. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, this one's exciting. What anime moment deserves to have a full MCU live action treatment? Oh, in high obviously Marvel. Haikyuu, uh, when he yeah. when he makes the return and the ball goes, he makes a super yeah, yeah. high receive. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be that one for me. That, I mean, yeah. I mean, Haikyuu super sick for that. I think that's a hype moment. You know, funny enough is like, what moment deserves like a full MCU revamp? Oh, it's probably DPZ, uh, huh? No, I don't think DB. I think DBZ is pretty trite pretty overdone i really think like it's hard to think of like really amazing like animes i mean like obviously haikyuu recently but and i I, you could argue that um what was it demon slayer that like the episode 19 that went viral because of, of like the gorgeous animation was super good but I mean, uh, I don't want to say Haikyuu also, but I kind of just want to say Haikyuu. Just do it. What moment? Uh, for me, I think it was. Uh, 
I really like that block, honestly, too. I hate it. I hate that we have the same answer for it. It's the same moment for me. Well, that was... I mean, it is like a recency bias because it is a re- that was the best thing I've seen in recent memory. Was that was that I the last say. episode of the season four? Oh, or the second shit. last one. No, no, you know what it is? Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Never Bebop, I think is. Yeah, I know. Has to be one of my favorites, though. Like the <laughs> so condescending. <laughs> yeah, I know. I didn't mean to it, but like, I think when he goes like, uh, when he just lights the cigarette and goes like, "Whatever happens, happens." Like. That was such a sick moment. I love Cowboy Bebop. It deserves all the praise. All right. It's justifiably as hype as people make it out to be. I think, um, yeah. And then I think the next one is, what are our thoughts on Ultimate Frisbee? This is an, this is interesting. That That's left field. Um, It's fine. I, I think I played it in high school a little bit. I was just never good at throwing a frisbee, so like I was on the taller side, and mm-hmm. um, at the time I was like decently in shape and was really good at like f- putting my body out there because I played soccer and I did wrestling, so I knew how to like yeah. take damage, <laughs> and mm-hmm. so I would you know I it was it was fun to like catch and and all that, but. I also played baseball, so I had good, like, catching hands. Yeah. But I was terrible at throwing. I, I, like, I think Ultimate Frisbee is a cool sport. I think, like, it's not my flavor, per se. Like, I, I never played Ultimate Frisbee, but, like, it takes a lot of, like, physical skill and... Yeah, it just takes a lot of physical skill and also, like, technical skill. So I always think any sport that requires that and endurance is, is an A in my book. All right, the last two questions are really interesting. I'll start with the, um, w- I'll start with this one. What is a common relationship maxim that you don't believe in? Like things that are commonly said about relationships. Yeah, like for example, I think for me, it would be. Honestly, I think it would be that like, you and you're like, you have to be like a hundred percent for your like support for your partner Hmm. i think is really interesting because i think like you can't be another person's 100 percent you know there is sort of a individual responsibility of taking care of yourself and like you have your partner to be there for you and to be additional support and help you but you can't be like another person's everything if that makes sense i agree i like that um, and I wouldn't expect anyone else to, to be, to like give things up for me either or to, or to like put me before them, you know, mm-hmm. but maybe that's, maybe it's just a guy thing that we're, that we're built that way. But I, I don't know. I, I definitely agree. I think it's, it, it it's a detriment to ourselves and, and ultimately if we give too much of ourselves then it's almost disingenuous in a way because I don't think human beings are built to be able to prioritize another life, um, you know, above our own. Mm-hmm. There's always an instinctual like self-preservation thing. I th- I think that has to be true. Yeah, I yeah, same. I think also for me, it's more of like a you have to help yourself before you help other people. Kind of like an oxygen mask yeah. analogy mm-hmm. where. You know, they ask you to put the oxygen mask first, and that you have the you know capacity to help other people. And so, I think like being a supportive partner in a relationship is different from being someone's like everything. You know, because you do have to take care of yourself, also. Yeah, I to like be that. able to have the capacity to help others. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, another maxim that like I disagree with is it's kind of a simple one, but it. Um... Have you heard of don't go to bed angry? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I think people take that very literally. Mm-hmm. I think you have to like attempt to resolve issues. You can't like let things dwell. But when it goes to comes to going to sleep, sometimes it's it's you just need to go to sleep. And it's like you could resolve it in the morning when you're both, 
you know, rested mm-hmm. and more calm, you know, but there's nothing, especially, you know, we're, we, we're in long-term relationships here. Um, at this point, like, I don't know of many existential issues that are going to come up at 11.30 p.m. Um, it's mostly, like, a combination of things that that either got built up or combined with other problems. And yeah. sometimes just, like, sleeping and, like, waking up and then having a cup of coffee and, like, then it's way easier to say, like, hey, can we talk about this and then, like, legitimately apologize rather than having mm-hmm. that, like, dramatic emotional, like, we can't go to sleep yet type of scenario. I I think the, the, the soul of that phrase is just don't, don't let things just like, don't push things away. Don't push problems away, you know? Yeah. Try to I think you need them. to let, yeah. If you're angry, you should be able to feel your emotions. And like let you know, let it express it without having to put it down. Obviously, without like being mean to your partner or in any sort of way. So I definitely agree with that. Yeah, I really do like that answer. I think, yeah, no, no, I think that's all I have to say about it. I actually just really agree with it. Cool. Yeah, I, I believe that very strongly. So I had a lot of a lot to say about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Apparently, okay. Last one from Cipher is. And then we'll get to Kemmore's Melee-related question. But this is a Melee one. What is your favorite thing in Melee that starts with the letter E? And mine is very easily edge guards. I love a good edge guard. I love the flow chart. I love like being able to execute it. And like it's kind of like a checkmate for me, or like a check in chess. Uh, you can like set up a win condition. There's lots of mix-ups with it. I really like it. Whew. Not a lot of things start with E that aren't edge guarding. Uh, There's edge canceling. Edge, the, edge uh, cancels. Honestly, I like a good edge cancel. I, <laughs> I, I can't lie. Um, e, there's ego. I guess there's ego. There's players. But are there any players that we like that with the letter E? I mean, the first thing that came to mind was EE, the commentator. He's not necessarily yeah. a, a melee commentator, but he has he has commentated a, a fair amount of that game. Yeah, he has commentated one. Yeah, some. Um, I mean, shouts for him doing the Leffen Mango Salty Sweet Fox Ditto back in 2015. Yeah, he, he that was hilarious. He's he's among one of the most respected like personalities across games, mm-hmm. um, and I think he's besides the fact that he's just the letter E twice as a tag. Um, yeah, he's he's someone that I've always like really admired. Um, not just like his skill because he's you know he's definitely developed his skill as a commentator and his voice um but he continues to like seemingly take risks and try to evolve and like develop um Mm -hmm. which means that every time i listen to him it's i've never heard him crack the same joke twice and if he has he's like self-aware about it you know like he he's someone who's constantly trying to um I don't know, like like find stuff in the moment and be a lot more fluid, and that's really hard to do. So I respect the hell out of it. Um, nice. I think if that's a good answer. Yeah, if I were to like model my commentary after someone and and be like, are you could be as good as this person, it would be like in that realm. I'd want to be like him for sure. That's awesome. That's sick. I didn't know that actually. Yeah, he's. I think he's the best. I think he's actually like the best commentator that smash has has come out with and interesting that's a hot that's i wouldn't say a hot take but that's a take that's a take (laughs) that's a take all right all right what are the questions we got last one and this is regarding diet melee so this is in your your you know realm because i don't play i haven't played diet melee yet but you know kemore saying that like diet melee with like the backgrounds kind of being reduced um kind of aids with performance and you know like everything's rendered down backgrounds simplified costumes simplified same with animations that he's noticed that there has been a lot of improvement on his neutral game by like a pretty significant margin Mm -hmm. 
and he doesn't really know why you know whether it's the models the background or like there's nothing really distracting in in the background but he's wondering that is it a good idea when practicing or playing online to play diet melee for the benefits can it be considered cheating and if IRL events start again will this practice and the switch therefore fuck up your game or will the neutral benefits carry over like that you'll be able to see kind of the diet melee neutral buff through a regular melee background. <sighs> I've never thought of it this way. Do you think, well, let me phrase it. Has your gameplay gotten better? No, I don't think from, so. From diet melee. I like it. I didn't play today. Like I, I actually can't notice too much when I'm on it or not. Like I, I'm pretty sure I wasn't on it today in our session um and well to answer the is it cheating absolutely not it's it's completely not cheating um yeah i agree with that because yeah. we can get that one out of the way it benefits both parties it just makes the it makes the fps a lot more consistent so and that's something that carries over so in that regard no it's not cheating um but if it'll affect your play when we go back to LAN. Um, that's that's hard to to gather. I think it's on the margins, right? Like, I, based on what we're dealing with, it's not something as drastic as let's say a um like no L canceling or even or even more minor like um you know when you're inactive, there's a green like your character turns green like those sort mm -hmm. of filters. It's yeah, yeah. It's much less drastic than that. Um, I also would, would recommend you look into whether or not this improvement you're seeing is not a placebo, um, because I, I find it hard to believe that like just switching to, to diet mail, like I was distracted at first. Like I, it actually made me worse for the first, you know, week or so. Cause I was constantly like, Oh my God, this peach looks like shit. You know, <laughs> like every mm -hmm. new game. Just, yeah super distracted um but you know i think with anything that gives you an edge it's important to make sure you're going back to the default iso there was a moment when ucf wasn't always around so you have to make sure that when you're going to a land tournament without ucf that you don't play with ucf for a few days and as long as you're giving that sort of respect to the rule set you're going to do and respect to like what the change can do to you know what you're used to play with what you want now do what's comfortable and then if you're going to switch back just go back to it for like a week and you should be fine that's my yeah. answer that's your answer cool well without having played any diet melee i've seen some of it but i think that like it's definitely not cheating I think the thing is that you could, like, honestly, in my head, yeah, I, I really like the placebo kind of theory behind it. You know, like, it it just might be more comfortable for you, you know? And, and Melee is a really fast game, and so stuff that, like, simplifying character animations and simplifying models might just kind of help zone in the focus. But, like, you're probably also just getting better at the game. Right. You know? Like, I think that's also, like, a big a big thing, right? But I think that, like, you know, there are even, like, professional athletes that have, like, certain preferences or rituals, right? And so, like, if yours is, like, playing Dine Melee, that's totally fine. You know, that's the same thing as, like, a soccer player always, you know, I don't know putting his right boot before his left because they play or you know playing with his like favorite pair of shin pads or whatever right. right like whatever makes you feel i think it's it's probably more so that like you and i and i don't want to like the thing why i'm like don't really want to give a full answer is because it's hard to and it's such a individual question but like a theory is you could be possibly just like more comfortable and relaxed and and you're able to then like put that energy in your mental stack to playing neutral better because you feel less uncomfortable but it wouldn't mean that like you aren't able to do that on on regular melee animation yeah i agree with all that 
but also it's good to play comfortable so if you need to you know it's like saying I mean, it doesn't matter it doesn't matter also on slippy at all right it's like yeah. saying you know if you're at home and you're wearing comfortable pants and a blanket and that makes you play better then yeah if you go to a tournament and you not don't have a blanket and you're comfortable pants then maybe you'll play a little worse but it has nothing to do with the game i think it's it's closer to that than it is any sort of other add-on um or like physical change um yeah so i think it boils down to like you know these sort of things make your experience better and sometimes like you know if you go to a tournament and you play worse it's not because you're not playing on diet melee it's because playing in a tournament is hard and often makes you play worse (laughs) uh so just keep that in mind you know um but yeah i love diet melee i'm a big fan of it and especially in doubles when like i'm i play with a lot of my friends from upstate and at this point we all default to playing diet melee for doubles so it's like just the fact that it allows me to do my favorite game mode is we didn't talk about doubles at all i played so much doubles this week (laughs) yeah but whatever um yeah i don't know big fan do it don't feel bad about it that's it's sick it's i mean it's sick it makes melee more accessible there's nothing better than making melee more accessible yep agreed well, that's it for the questions. But those were really fun questions. Very different, honestly. Yeah, I, I, I kind of like that. I like the non-melee ones this week. The non-melee ones was was great. I really did enjoy that. Yeah. Well, I guess I guess we're wrapping up. Um, definitely more of a chill week. A little late for your boy, but we'll make sure that we uh, don't forget to record on a Sunday next time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry for getting tilted, glad- even though it made me play better. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was getting tilted. You were like, I play better with Agri. I was like, this motherfucker, like, you know, like, <laughs> why is he being like, oh, now I'm, I'm like, like, why is he being like super, like, machissimo about this? I had no choice. I, I had to follow my gut. And if I didn't, look, we talked about toxic positivity. You know, I wasn't gonna. No, I know. It was my... really funny. <laughs> I was just like, yeah. It was super funny. I'm happy that you were playing better. I'm happy I was getting fucked up. I'm happy I can make you angry too. Yeah. Now. Well, that, that was my goal. Once I get the new controller, the it's, it's GG's. It's GG's. GG's. Yeah. Let's let's run it back. When you searched off Falco, I was like, okay, that was my goal. <laughs> yeah, I need to. I need to actually grind. Like, I I want to keep playing Falco against good foxes. Like, it wasn't yeah. a disrespect thing. It's just not. No, no, I know it there. wasn't disrespect not there but but i i love my two of my favorite things is like getting someone to switch off a character or like getting someone to like say oh i need a break i love that because i want to just keep on playing that's why it's easy to get mad playing against you you have these awful like terrible antagonistic goals it's not i just Uh, want to that's what that's what antagonists say what if there was just Bro, if there's an anime about melee and and one of the characters says, "Oh, I'm definitely the protagonist here." Yeah, everyone's their own protagonist, but I'm saying, yeah, to say the words I would like when my opponent needs to take a break, that's like hella antagonist. That's like that's like first antagonist of the series turns good guy. Shit. I guess so. <laughs> like Vegeta esque. Yeah. I guess it could be. One could argue. I don't know. For me, like, it's it's. Like, I think melee is, like, with best of threes and best of fives are always really cool. But, like, that's, like, a snapshot. Like, I'm really curious about, like, the long-term, like, interplay with it and, like, who runs out of ideas first. And I don't think taking a break is bad, honestly. But I think there's something to see, like, how long you can kind of last. Like, I'm the one... I've I've been the one who concedes a lot of the time, like, when playing Beer Man. Being like, hey, man, like... Or hacks. I'm like, hey, I need a break. I need to refresh. Well, hacks is a robot. but it's it's more of like a fun mini game more than anything else is is my opinion on it. Yeah, I've had to I've had to tell hacks that this one infinite game on battlefield is not working for me anymore. <laughs> let's take a break. Yeah. Oh man. All right. Well, let's. We have to take a break from this episode um, and be done. with Yeah, it. you gotta get to sleep. I gotta go to sleepy. I'm tired. Um, All right. Good talking. We'll talk next week. Have a good week, man. Yeah. Talk next week. All right. See you, man. See ya.